If you're good at something, never do it for free. Typhoon, y'all know me, and I'm coming up, just wait and see. If you're good at something, never do it for free. But if you're great at something, would you still agree? Typhoon, y'all know me, and I'm coming up, just wait and see. If you're good at something, never do it for free. But if you're great at something, would you still agree? Hey everyone, so welcome back, back to Kevin and the Wu-Tang Clan. Today, it's a special edition, Thanksgiving football edition. I have my brother live in New Jersey as we talk about the NFL. Mike, welcome. Thanks, Kev. Good to be back in uh, back in Jersey, best state in the U.S. Land um, of bagels and pizza. I can't know, beat it. I, I can't wait to get some uh, some really good Korean food, which we already started with tonight, and uh, get some bagels tomorrow morning. Yep, can't beat it at all. So we're recording this on a Wednesday night, day before the Thursday night. Thursday football, classic, classic Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, Mike, there's nothing better than that, right? Eating turkey, eating cranberry sauce, eating all the all the all the foods of Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then passing out and watching football on the couch. Yeah, I mean this is uh, this is what we look forward to nowadays. I'm uh, I'm excited just to eat, kind of get catch up on sleep. To be honest. Um, been a busy few weeks at work, but then uh, really just get to watch some football and we hang got, out with the fam. Yeah, we got a big boy, too. We got 25-pounder this year for the turkey. I think we have like 25 people coming over yeah. for Thanksgiving. So we have a lot of people. Um, yeah, can't beat it. So it's going to be great to have some turkey. But let's talk football, Mike. Um, week 12 in the books now. Any thoughts on anything that happened in Week 12? Anything interesting that caught your eye? Um, I thought there were some really interesting, intriguing matchups. And our Jets, Mike. Our Jets. What I tell you, Kev? I know. I had I lost belief in them, and and they really showed me something. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was an interesting week overall. I mean, nothing major happening except for the 49 i mean the big thing is like the 49ers and ravens are legit right i think that within each of those um you know conferences these are two teams that are legitimate super bowl contenders yeah what i i mean and they play pretty good competition and i would say san francisco i looked more not that Baltimore didn't look impressive, but in terms of the competition, like I thought the Packers were going to be challenging for one of the top two seeds or whatever, and mm-hmm. the 49ers just kind of like tossed them aside. And it, it was pretty impressive, especially with George Kittle coming back from injury. Supposedly it was being reported he has a broken basically a broken bone in his ankle and yeah he, i don't know how you could play uh, yeah with i don't i don't know how you can play with that and he ended up having over 100 yards receiving a touchdown like didn't yeah. look like he missed a beat at all um but yeah i was extremely impressed and and kind of made me question some of the offensive output uh for aaron Rodgers and that packers team yeah i mean it was an interesting game i i actually thought the packers would be able to put up let's say like you know 21, 24, 27 points. Um, and I was kind of worried that the 49ers might not be able to keep up. But having George Kittle there, it, it's kind of crazy that he could even play uh, because you see other players around the league, if they have like a bruised thigh, like they're out two weeks, right? For him to play with a broken bone, it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, 
But yeah, what what really impressed me was like honestly Jimmy G. He looks like he could at least manage the game, and having a weapon like George Kittle uh, back, it, it they just look different. Like yeah, they could, I think they could actually move the ball with some confidence. Right. And that defense, I know I was talking about how they were slipping a little bit by allowing um eight points to the I Packers. I, I don't know. know about slipping anymore. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Like the amount of pressure they were able to get on Rodgers. And yep. and going back to the Kittle thing, I think he changes the whole complexion of that offense because he opens up a lot of the middle of the field for yep. Jimmy G being that safety blanket. And with that, it's just another threat on the outside, like basically as a wide receiver um, when he splits out wide, that opens up, I would say, the running game for for the um, 49ers and what they really want to get to. So I was really impressed by what the 49ers were able to do. And Aaron Rodgers only threw for 100 yards, 104. Yeah, that's that's got to be a like a one of the lowest I've seen from he, him in a He long completed time. 20, attempted 33 passes, completed 20. So he averaged that's 5 crazy. yards basically attempt. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. This this 49ers defense is back to being legit and I think I I think more impressive honestly than the new england defense yeah it was pretty impressive let's go to the ravens talk about that game a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah i i turned it on and i was just like wow that and like it was just crazy how like the statistics that were being thrown up there in terms of like i think they had six straight drives and they all ended in touchdowns yep. um they haven't they've only punted the ball twice in three games and both drives were led by RG3. So they haven't punted in three games with Lamar Jackson leading um, a drive, which is absolutely ridiculous in that three That might games. be, like, the most ridiculous thing I've heard this season. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Lamar just, like, hyper-efficient. Like, he, he knows he could get, like, 10 yards anytime he wants to if he just wants, wants to run. Wants to run, yep. Yeah, like... That's always there for him. I'm glad we're kind of on the bandwagon, and uh, I'm glad we got on last week because this week everyone's going to be on it. But last week, uh, I, I mean, it might be a week or two late, but it's uh, it was a really, really good result for them against the Rams. I mean, if you're... Well, on the flip side, let's talk about the Rams because I think a lot of people, ex- especially coming out after last year, we're kind of expecting a little bit more from this Rams team mm. and they're sitting at 6 and 5, two games back uh for the w- for a wild card spot that 6 seed in the NFC and it doesn't look like they're going to get there especially with them being two games behind Minnesota um for that mm. 6 seed. It's going to be extremely tough um for them to make the playoffs especially with their remaining um remaining schedule. They have the Cardinals left. Then they have the Seahawks. Not an easy game. Cowboys aren't anything, aren't necessarily easy at all either. And then they have the 49ers. Yeah, no, I don't think they're going to make it. If they go, even if they go 2-1 and one there, they still have to win both games against the Cardinals, finish 4-1, and one, that's 10-6. and six, And I still don't even know if that, that's going to get them in. 10 wins might not even get them in yeah, at this it, point. And and who they have for competition. I would say the Packers and the Vikings at this point. I mean, the Packers have, you know, the Giants, Redskins, Bears. I think that that might be three wins right there. Yep. So that's 11 for them and automatically. Then, and then and the then Vikings here, they have the Lions, 
well, they have the Seahawks and the Lions, Chargers, and then Bears at the very end. So, I mean, that's that could be three wins right there. And I, then I, I think that's probably three wins right there. So, I think the Rams are effectively out out, out of the out of the race unless they roll the you know go on a roll and win out here. It's going to be extremely tough for them. Yeah, they'd have to run the slate here. They'd have to. I I think they have to go five and zero. Oh. Five and zero oh to have a realistic shot. Yep, I think five and zero oh might do it. Yeah, five and zero, oh, it's a possibility, and obviously we don't know the ramifications with tiebreakers and things like that this far out. Um, I'm sure the ESPN schedule playoff generator thing, where you could kind of choose teams and see what the tiebreakers work out. I'll be breaking that out in the upcoming weeks to see if the Jets. No, I'm just kidding. Um, or any of these playoff teams have a chance and see, like, all the different types of, I guess, scenarios that can kind of g- play out in the upcoming weeks. But, yeah, the Rams did not look impressive. Like, no. I, like, and we've talked about this. Todd Gurley, like, he got six carries. Like, how do you – obviously, the game script maybe flipped on them pretty quickly with the score, be- with them being down uh, 14 really quickly. But still, like, Gurley only getting six carries. Like, what are they saving him for at this point? Like, he must be hurt. Maybe he's dealing with that, like, degenerative knee type of condition. But I don't know what they're saving him for. It seems like they're trying to really keep pushing the envelope with Goff. And it's it's getting kind of ugly at this point. He did not look good. Two interceptions. Two interceptions. Um Looking at these Rams here, like, just looking at the wins they've had, I mean, they had pretty decent wins against the Panthers, Saints, and even, like, the feisty Browns. <laughs> at but the, yeah, we'll we'll talk about the AFC next, but, yeah. But their losses, I mean, they've they've lost to good teams, but they I bet you they really would love to have that Steelers game back. Mm-hmm. That was just, like, a really ugly win. I mean, I could understand losses to the Ravens, Seahawks, 49ers, and even the Bucks. That was a really weird... Weird game. That was a weird game. Um, but y- you just got to beat the Steelers, even if you're away. Yeah. There wasn't that much... Like, I'm looking at the other games. There weren't that many other, like, super... Like, I would say, like, the Seahawks beating the Eagles and then the Patriots beating the Cowboys. That NFC East race between the Cowboys and the Eagles is going to get interesting with mm. only a game separating the two. So... It's going to be interesting coming down the stretch. The Patriots, like, have not looked impressive. Um, for no. as almost as un- unimpressive as a 10-1 ten, ten team can look lately, just in terms of, like, the offensive production they've had. But they still keep winning. They've been finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. They just haven't been blowing teams out like the Baltimore Ravens and the um, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I mean, that defense is just still ridiculous incredibly formidable i mean especially that secondary yeah it's it i uh, i i i just think that like maybe they're f- y- to beat the patriots you really have to have that run game um control s- the ball yeah control the ball be able to know that you could get the three four yards whenever you want mm-hmm. right but anytime someone's trying to pass the ball on them it's either like a quick slant route that immediately gets like taken out um or honestly, there's just nothing there. Yeah. So that's well, kind of what it looked like for the Cowboys, too. And, and, and the weather wasn't fantastic, mm-hmm. but... 
What were your thoughts on the tripping calls? Because I think there was a lot of controversy there. It seems like the league ended up coming out and basically saying like they messed up on those two tripping calls. Like, do you get ticky tacky with that, or is it just kind of like one of those things that those calls even out? I think the calls. I mean, obviously, like I'm a Jets fan, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think everyone's just trying to find ways to like, you know, hate on the Patriots a little bit. But overall, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal to be very honest. Right, and I think it brings up interesting points in terms of like. Basically, the pass interference like challenge thing hasn't really hasn't worked. Done anything. Hasn't done anything this year. I wonder what the NFL does in the off season, and maybe if it like expands replay to all different types of penalties, or if that's just opening up Pandora's box. I. I like, let's say Jason Garrett could have challenged one of those tripping calls, and maybe kept the drive going mm-hmm. um for that potential game winning drive. Yeah. Like do you think that it's opening up Pandora's box to kind of think about maybe opening up replay to all these different calls or is it just one of those things that it's better the way it is right now mm-hmm. and kind of live with the call? I I think that they have to do some kind of reform actually on the calls. Um yeah, if it was a very blatant like tripping call, like very blatant, very blatant missed call, I do think that the coaches and teams should have uh, the ability to kind of review any kind of play. Um, I don't like even when we were doing like fencing, for example, we would always have like the ability to uh, replay and ask the referee to look at something again. And how many replays do you get? We got a uh, two two replays. Okay, so it's kind of interesting. And is are there repercussions for? guessing wrong or was it just kind of like you get two in the pocket kind of like you just get two in the pocket yeah you know like hawkeye for uh tennis like they get challenges too and like yeah yeah all those types of things i I, i'm not opposed to it i just wonder how subjective it can get and like whether or not it's gonna be the sole discretion and like soccer in in european football they've been dealing with var and that's been a whole controversy as well yeah uh, with that being implemented into the english premier league and all the different types of replay and like the way because obviously people want to make right calls and also take advantage of technology like growing technology and being able to have these like super super like slow frame by frame camera and replays uh to be able to see whether or not they made the right call or not it just becomes super subjective at a, at a certain point when one one ref might call that a tripping call and one ref might not yeah and i don't think it's a bad thing that i gets that it's subjective to be very honest mm. it it's kind of weird i don't want to bring my work into this but all the time like when we are doing what we're doing, which is like data labeling, <laughs> you actually have like a lot of subjective things. Right. Right. Like you don't know if something, you know, we might be saying this like garment is like a blouse or a shirt. Right. And it's very subjective. Right. But it's really good to flag these subjectivities up and figure out what's the objective way to handle it. Kind of similar to this. Right. I think that the kind of replay should be done to get these subjectivities out got it right so we basically want to make sure that like the very obvious ones are 
called correctly because sometimes the refs are just they just miss something very clear, right? And you want to make sure that subjective one is like, uh, sorry, like the very poorly refereed play is is done correctly, um, or you kind of want to know like what a lot of people are unsure on, right? You want to make sure like, hey, if like 20 people are challenging this subjective play, right? We kind of need to declare what a pass is or like what is pass interference, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I actually don't mind um, those kind of challenges. It would be something interesting to look at. Like what are people challenging the most? Yeah, it'll be certain. It'll be really interesting to kind of see if they end up reforming it in the off season. All right, so bad kicker of the week goes to Joey Sly. Oh, um, yeah. Missing the 28-yarder. 28-yarder? Miss oh. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're already doing some, like, kicking tryouts, I've heard. Oh, really? Yep. Our boy, Youngway Koo, though. Youngway, uh, yep. Yep. Falcons, like, he's on, uh, He's on some fantasy fantasy leagues for me. Yep. I, I'm not... I'm not mad about that, and he's he's been kicking well ever since he's gotten to Atlanta. I mean, he I think he's only missed one kick since he's been been back. Yeah, no, uh, he's for been the good. Falcons, so he's been really good. Uh, that was a weird game as well. I mean, the Falcons are just like an anomaly. I don't, I can't get a good read on that team at all. Um, other than that, I didn't like. The the Texans Colts game might have been was fairly interesting I thought as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to take the lead in that AFC like the crazy bunched up AFC South. Um, Texans ended up winning. Nuke looked ridiculously good. Like yeah, and having Will Fuller back just kind of changed that offense. Yeah, he spread the f- he spread the field and like was able to stretch the field vertically, and I I was really impressed with the way they were able to utilize him yep. there. And Marlon Mack, I I think even though Jonathan Williams ended up looking fairly decent as a journeyman running back behind that offensive line, mm. missing Marlon Mack that's going to be a problem for them going into the future. Eric Ebron's going to be out. He was placed on the IR. Um, yep. Ty was coming back from injury. So, like, I, I just think I don't know if this Colts team is going to be able to stay healthy enough in, the in, the in like, the skill position areas to be able to challenge for the playoffs. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree. I, I kind of favor the Texans overall um, to win that division over the Colts. Um, Titans, too, maybe. I, I mean, the Titans, no? uh, it's... It's just they always fly o- under the radar. Like you never know what to really think of them. They're always um, like a eight and eight, nine and seven team. Yeah, and consistent. I think they're like four and one their last like five games or something. Mm. So they're yeah they're they're a team to watch, and I think <laughs> a team that we kind of just like cross off and skip over. But they've uh, they've been looking good recently. Yeah, they they definitely have been looking good. Um, and last but not least. We got to talk about our Jets for a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, I was ha- really happy impressed. to be wrong. Happy to be wrong on that one. It's weird because I really want them to tank to get like a. I kind of do too, but a better like I I just offensive line right. or something. I just don't know what the incentive is to win, and they I think they're gonna make the playoffs. It's like kind of interesting. Do you see the Sam Darnold uh, thing of him going out in New York? make getting drunk making out with girls did you hear about this i heard i heard a little bit about this like page six stuff yeah uh, 
Uh, Mono episode two returning? Come or on. no, <laughs> I hope not. But Darnold's like I he, he's looked really impressive over the past like couple weeks, and he's basically mm. it's kind of funny they've said how impressive he's looked ever since he's basically told Adam Gaze that the offense wasn't working for them, and then it it started working. Mm. It's I don't know like I. And and Johnson, Chris Johnson, ended up giving, who's the CEO now of the Jets, he gave a vote of confidence to Adam Gaze, telling him he's not going to be fired at the end of the season. He's coming back next year, mm. pretty much no matter what happens. So what were your thoughts? What were your general thoughts on that and just, like, how Darnold's looked in this offense over the past three weeks or so? Yeah, I mean, they got a few... I mean, he, he he's looked great to be honest. I've I've been really impressed. I mean, compared to what I thought we were getting with Darnold at the beginning of the season, and in terms of what I've seen for the past three games, um, you know, on a nice little three-game win streak, albeit against like the Giants, Redskins, and Raiders. So he's not. It's not like he's playing like these are probably some of the easiest secondaries in the league. Exactly. And he's. It's gonna get easier with the Bengals and the Dolphins. Yeah, and, and then it gets to like six and seven, and it starts getting interesting. And then Baltimore comes and in and smacks them, right? And then Baltimore. Who knows what happens? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. I had to audibly. La- I wouldn't be able to hold in my laughter with that, especially with us being on the Ravens bandwagon. I now. actually think that they could be. I mean, if they go nine and seven, that could. No, it could. That, I, that could make the playoffs. I think nine and seven can conceivably make the playoffs in the AFC. I just I don't just, think they're gonna. I, get it. I just don't think they're gonna. It's gonna be really difficult. Um, yeah, how could they lose to the Jaguars and Dolphins, man? Like, and then the Buffalo Bills that first game, like unbelievable, seventeen sixteen, easiest schedule. That's what I'm saying, and th- I think that's where every it gets year we're just like, this is a tough schedule. This t- we finally get an easy schedule, and we think we have a good team. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's not, I, I, I don't think we're going to make it. Yeah. I and can see us losing the Dolphins, Ravens, Steel. Yeah. I could see us losing any of the last. And four. I just think it's like one of those things with this Jets team. It, it's, it has been impressive because of all the mounting injuries that ha- the guys that have been on IR and like coming in and out injured, like CJ Mosley hasn't played at all for this yeah, team he at all. Really good. That first game. Yeah. So. They, and then they lost Avery Williamson early on in, in the season, um, before Jam- the season started. Yep. Jamal Adams, Jamal too. Jamal Adams, though. He, he looks, looks like a pl- like pay that man. Yeah, we got to pay that man. Or, like, I think it's an interesting thing. Like, he's really upped his game ever since all the stuff ended up coming out about mm-hmm. them not having... Like basically them shopping him, and I'm I'm doing this in air quotes, of him getting shopped around, and he's really looked impressive ever since that those stories started coming out about yeah. him during the trade deadline, and like he's looked like the best player for the Jets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he's definitely looked like the best player for the Jets. It's not the highest bar, but I mean he looks like a top like. He looks really good, to be honest. Like, I, I can't name, like, many, like, a better safety, actually. Yeah, he's probably... And the way he's been able to get, like, affect plays around the line of scrimmage, getting sacks, tackles for loss. Yeah, so that it's Cowboys a, game. Yep. 
crucial last play, and then he uh, he gets a pressure on Zeke, who can't complete that. So, yeah, no, he's been pretty pivotal for a lot of these victories. Yeah. So, Mike, let's move on to our picks of the week. Last week went 2-2. Two and two. I ended up coming back a little bit after an 0-3 week in week 11. Um, I think you're still leading by a couple games on me right now, so I got to have a couple couple good weeks um, to kind of close the gap. So, Mike, let's pit make our picks for week 13. Mm. Um, a few good games, but not many, I'll be, re- I'll also, be honest. Actually, before we go to week 13, let's talk about a couple like hot-button hot topics in the NFL going around. Mm. Colin Kaepernick. Like still, yeah, nothing. Still not signed. Like any thoughts on that? I mean, it, it's exactly what we thought would happen. I mean, he's he's doing. It's a not workout. surprising. It's not surprising at all. Like no team is going to sign him. <laughs> like week twelve, uh, week thirteen at this point. And it's not like I even blame the teams at this point. I don't blame the teams. Yeah, like no one want. Obviously, like you're either tanking or. Seeing what like like it, it doesn't make sense for any team, like if you're a legitimate playoff contender, you're probably pretty set at quarterback. And who right? wants to take the chance on him anyway? With all the media, all the stuff. all the media. Yep, exactly. No and one's gonna want to do that. Yep. And so if you're tanking, like, why would you even want to be good? Trying, either. like, is it like one of those things of them just trying to give him a job at this point, or I I don't know what. And it's been t- it's tough, like three years out of the league, and he's expected to like come in and get a job. It's gonna be tough for him to even get anything, especially with all the baggage. And I'm doing that in air quotes as well that he brings with all the media attention. Yeah, I mean, if I was, if I was like the Bears, if I was like oh the give Pittsburgh give or yeah, something like give Pittsburgh, him a chance. yeah, I would consider it, but yeah. Honestly, like the Bears are not going to make it, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a shot. Pittsburgh has a shot, but it's like a big risk in to try and integrate a like a running quarterback. Yeah, like that. a running quarterback and try and like change your entire system. Like it, it just doesn't seem like it's feasible at this point. Yeah, maybe if it was like week six, yeah. week five. And right? I do you think? So I think that brings about a, a really interesting kind of offshoot question in terms of like with Lamar Jackson's success and Colin Kaepernick showed flashes of it and showed like he can lead a team into the Super Bowl with his time at with the 49ers. Do you think it like more NFL teams will kind of look towards a running quarterback or is that just like an anomaly with Lamar? And that offense, like I wonder if more teams are gonna think about implementing a, a couple more concepts that Lamar has looked successful in in that Baltimore offense. Mm, I mean, like like centering a team around a running quarterback that's coming out of college, maybe not even not specifically Kaepernick, but maybe like a more dual threat quarterback coming out of college where maybe teams would overlook them in previous years. Yeah, I think I think it's really going to start to open it up a little bit more actually. Um honestly like what we're seeing with like the Russell Wilson, like Lamar, um Deshaun, Deshaun. Deshaun's like quite mobile. I wouldn't say he's like a a true like dual threat quarterback. But he's pretty mobile. But he's mobile and athletic, right? 
And I think that you start to see a little bit more of that type. Like, although Aaron Rodgers has been in the race for that, I, I just don't think he's uh, he he's not at the same level. Like, Patrick Mahomes, though, like, when he was on top of his game, like, pretty mobile quarterback, just yep. his arm strength has, is at, like, a different level, super athletic. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're going to start to see a more athletic of these like athletic like playmaking quarterbacks who can do more than just be in the pocket and just like make a quick throw um just because it it just makes your offense much more versatile um but at the same time we think defenses are going to adjust i think that you know you might start to see a few more um you know honestly defense defenses go for like much more like athletic smaller like speedier types just to handle uh, that kind of mobile quarterback. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see like the move and then the counter moves by like defensive coordinators to kind of counter and see and whether or not this changes the complexion of the way GMs end up drafting players coming into the league. Yeah, it's very iterative. I I, I think that. Do you think it's it's like a cyclical type of thing where? I do. I yeah, do. I I think that the defenses are going to be able to adjust, and uh, Lamar is going to have to adjust again after defenses do so. So yeah, it's it's like one of those things. You know, adjustments always make. Um, I would say like those professional athletes really the top of the t- cream of the crop uh, type of athletes. So let's get into our picks, I, Mike. So let we have three Thanksgiving game. Three Thanksgiving Day games tomorrow. We have Chicago, the Bears, at the Lions. Not a great game to watch. It's a classic Thanksgiving Day game, but not a great game to watch. Early game, 1230. I like football at 1230, which is nice, but Chicago at the Lions. Who do you have here? I have the Bears here. I actually have the Lions here, so we have a difference here. Um, yeah, give me, give me the rookie quarterback. I like David Blow or Blau. I think it's David Blau who's going to be playing for Jeff Driscoll, um, Matt Stafford. Just give me them. Um, he's, he might look shaky against that Bears defense. I, I think, I, (laughs) I think Khalil Mack eats him up a little bit, but give me David Blau recreating some rookie magic. He played on that Purdue team last year. I, I, we'll see. I think I think it'll be interesting. There, it's gonna be definitely a defensive type of game. Like yeah, over agree. under on the on the points, like thirty points. <laughs> like who's gonna score twenty points in this game? I think you might have a few defensive touchdowns, which might drive up the score. That's always a possibility. So let me write that down. I have the Lions here. Michael has the bears all right mike next game 4 30 thanksgiving day game probably the best best game of the day bills cowboys mm. yeah i mean the ca- i mean bills the or cowboys are always at home the bills showed that they were a legitimate team <laughs> i think by handling business uh against denver uh a, fr- a kind of frisky denver team they're eight and three right now like incredible <laughs> the worst eight, eight and three, three team i've ever seen but the Eight Cowboys, I think the Cowboys get this win. Um, they're home. Everyone's going to be eating their you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Like, it, the crowd is going to be with – I, I just think that the Cowboys know what's at stake with this game and 
or just a more talented team. So I think they handle business at home and get the win. Yeah, I think I have the Cowboys here as well. I'll I'd be pretty shocked if the Bills won. Um, I just think Thanksgiving Day, Zeke, Dak, Amari's not going to be held uh, held out with the without a catch in this not game. Again, no. Yeah, there's no way that's going to happen. I I could see him going off during this game. Um, yeah, I can't believe Buffalo's eight and three. They are leading that wild card spot by two games, which is insane. Like insane to me. Um, so they are they locked for the AFC playoffs? No, I think that two game lead. No, they have four games coming up that I think they could lose every single one. Mm, that'll be interesting. All right, Thursday night game, Thanksgiving night. We'd probably be passed out, half awake, half asleep on the couch, trying to keep our eyes open watching this game. Saints Falcons, Mike. Who do you have? Oh man. Saints, <laughs> Saints away have looked shaky. Shaky. I don't, I don't get the seven point line here. Like, I mean, Atlanta starts off I slow, but at the same time, I it Thanksgiving Day, Atlanta's gonna be rocking. They'll have Chick Fil A on Thursday. No, I would definitely at the not, stadium. I definitely don't trust this. Uh, the Saints team right now, for some reason, just looks really, really shaky. Upset special here. Mm. No, I, I I still have the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> a little too I, bold. I've never liked the Falcons this whole season, and yep. uh, I I don't know what kind of magic they had going on for the past you know two weeks where they beat the Saints and Panthers, but I I think that the Saints are, <laughs> are gonna have taken it a little bit personally, and like they're not gonna let the Falcons beat them twice. Yeah, I got the Saints here as well. Um, yeah, I just think they're. A better team, even though they've looked shaky. Atlanta, Run defense, yeah, top Al- five. Yeah, Atlanta's kind of come back to earth. They Julio's kind of a question mark as to whether or not he plays. Devonta Freeman's coming back from a foot injury, so that's going to be a question mark as well. So we'll see there. Um, yeah, but I th- I have the Saints here. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough game, I think. Not t- like I I don't love the seven line there. Yeah, I I think that they might. Honestly, win by like three. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised there. But I have the Saints. Mike Titans versus Colts Sunday one o'clock game. Mm. Bolt sitting at six and five, I believe. Who do you have here? And every team's playing this week. No buys this week. Last week was the last round of buys, so mm. every team is playing this week. Six and five teams. Who's gonna kind of take it here? I I think this is gonna be a really close game. It's really it's re- like a toss up. It's hard to tell with this AFC South uh, division. I this is one that I'm I, I struggled with a lot. I I like the Colts kind of simply just because they're home. Okay. Um, the Titans have. I'm taking the Titans here, but yeah. In, in every game with the Titans, they've won. You know, twenty three twenty, twenty seven twenty three. Um, you know, thirty five thirty two did the Chiefs. And they managed to stomp the Jaguars, but a lot of these have been close, kind of like grinded out. You know, games, remember yeah. the Titans type <laughs> game? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I just don't think that. I, I mean, I think the Colts being home, they kind of know what's on the line at this point too. The Titans have looked quite good. Derrick Henry has been a beast. Yeah. But 
for me. He's saving my I, one of my fantasy teams. And I, th- I, I just think the Colts are honestly like a little bit more talented than the Titans. Mm. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about some of the skill positions and uh, for the Colts, like I mentioned earlier, um, when we we're reviewing Week 12. So that's kind of why I'm going Titans here. Um, I think they'll be able to maybe double up Ty and kind of like and kind of stack the box uh, to stop the run game because that's what the Colts are really good at doing in terms of establishing the run and then going play action off of that. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans not. I don't think it'll be like a, a blowout by any means, but I think the Titans kind of control the game here. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah, Eric Ebron being out, like Ty being injured, like Marlon Mack still out. Marlon Mack still out. I mean, Jonathan Williams has looked good. Um, Decent, Zach yeah. Pascal. Yeah. I, actually, I mean, he, he hasn't looked bad uh, in the games that Ty was out. No. So, I'm a little bit less worried on the skill position. Um, I just think that the talent on the defense is a little bit higher in the offensive line. I I still think that they'll be able to run the ball. It'll be a close, close game. Got it. One o'clock game, Mike. Jets, Bengals. Oh, Jets? I, I got the Jets here. All right. I I was worried because maybe this is a trap game. Maybe the Jets are looking ahead and they're like, win here, win against Miami, and then we're sitting at six and seven preparing for that Baltimore Ravens game. But if they lose this Bengals game, like basically everything they proved over the past three weeks is gone as shit. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like Andy Dalton is apparently back yep. for this game. Um, Replacing Ryan Finley, who replaced him earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Bengals at this point, they're like, look, we know we got the number one seat, <laughs> number one uh, draft pick. Let's just get one win. Yeah. And, and this is uh, what I'm. Andy Dalton gives them the, the best chance. The best chance. That's what I'm worried about. At home, too, for the Bengals. And the bank, yeah. What's the line here? I'm kind of curious. Do you know? So the line here is uh, three and a half for the Jets. Okay. Interesting. That's high. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I think that's pretty appropriate, but maybe, you know, a point high. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, I, I like the Jets. I, I They've legitimately looked good. Like, they handled business against the Raiders. Um. Who are vying for? They're not, you know, keeling over. They're vying for the playoffs. So, yep. and when we look at like the talent, the Jets have versus the Bengals. Yep. Right. I mean, the Bengals have no pass rush. None. And the Jets will be able to move the ball. Like Le'Veon Bell, you could just feed Le'Veon Bell like twenty-five times, and I'm pretty sure he'll find like a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Roby Anderson. Um, you mean Robbie Anderson? Sorry, Robbie <laughs> Anderson. Um, <laughs> and honestly, like Darnold's connection with like Crowder uh-huh. and Demarius Thomas to some extent. Um, Ryan Griffin. Yeah, Ryan Griffin's been impressive too. So, like he he's getting like the connections that he needs. Um, I I think the Jets are able to handle business here. Got it. All right, Brown Steelers, Mike. Brown Steelers. Oof. We're back at it again. Back, back in Pittsburgh. Yep. I w- what do you think the reception is going to be for this game? Like, you know, Miles Garrett's obviously suspended and all that hoopla that ended up happening. And then there was news reports out this week that he ended up saying that 
a racial slur was said to him by Mason Rudolph that set him off. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't know if that's... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's I, hard to believe. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I just don't know why that would come out now, yeah. to be honest. But who knows? Maybe we'll get some kind of, like... Clarity in the situation. camera that, like, you know... Or Mike that picked it up somehow. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah, it would be really interesting to see, like, yeah. what the truth is to I that. mean, I can't imagine, like, the locker room or, like, Mike Tomlin just, <laughs> like, allowing for that kind of behavior. Like, he would just be cut if they found that out. It's just a weird thing, though, because, like... Ever since that happened, they're just like, "All right, we're benching you," and Devlin Hodges is he's coming in to replace. And Rudolph hasn't been good. No, he's been hard. Well, he, he he did play, right? He, he did play, but he just got benched because he was so bad. Yeah, he hasn't been good. So like, it's just interesting the timing of everything. How like the people were saying like, "Oh, he didn't get suspended," but maybe it's worse that he's gotten benched because like he's mm. you know. He's basically proven that he's not NFL quarterback worthy. No, I don't. I, I don't think he is. He's so bad. Yeah. So, Brown Steelers. Who do you have here? Like I have the Browns. They've been looking good. Yeah. It's it's at home for the Steelers. Mm. The Steelers grinded out a tough win against Cincinnati. Or, um, I believe it was yeah Cincinnati last week. I'm going Browns here as well. I think I like the Browns. Um. I like Baker. Their push to the playoffs is going to be trending upwards. Um, yeah, 9-7 and seven might get it done in the AFC. Mm. They pretty much need this game to kind of get it going, though. So I have the Browns here. Um, their pass rush is going to be a problem, I think, but I without mean, Garrett especially. Hodges doesn't <laughs> – I don't think yeah. he can make the accurate throw anyways. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I mean, I mean, the Browns will put up – I think they'll put up points. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. look good, like having Kareem Hunt, Chubb, uh, obviously like Landry and uh, OBJ. Like they look they good last so week. So many weapons. Last week they looked good. Yep. So unfortunately, Jarvis Landry went off against me, but yeah. All right, Mike. <sighs> we got Eagles Dolphins. Is this a quick one? Eagles all the way here. Yes, yeah, I think this is an easy one. I don't know. Carson Wentz has struggled lately, and he doesn't have any weapons. Like he. But this is a has nice. This is a nice secondary to play against i know really nice secondary to play against like if he doesn't get on track with against this dolphins team like i don't know like what's gonna help him because he's really looked bad yeah he's looked bad i mean they're uh, like jordan howard back people were talking about like nick Foles. like can we get can we (laughs) where's our dose of nick Foles late in the season i don't think i don't think honestly like yeah that was an interesting game against seattle because he kept overthrowing the ball yeah so, like it, it kind of b- slipped out of his hands a few times yeah but at the same time it, for me it's less about Wentz and more about like getting some skill position players mm-hmm. um alshon jeffrey Aguilar, all have been injured honestly if they even if they were here that'd be like an average at best receiving court yeah, I mean, Jeffrey's good, but Aguilar's n- has proven to be shaky at times, so it's like... Yeah, I don't know why they didn't try and go for, like, a Josh Cord. Like, y- they have to get some kind of skill position here, but... Um, no, I just like the Eagles because I, I don't trust their offense, but I think their defense is still quite good. Managed yeah. to hold C- uh, the Seahawks to, I think, 
Yeah, I think it was what seventeen points. Seventeen. Yeah, I think yeah. seventeen points or something like that. So still good defensively. Uh, yeah, I got Eagles here as well. Mike, Redskins at the Panthers. Panthers here, pretty easy for me. Yeah, Panthers are Haskins pretty easy. Haskins looks. Eh, no, eh. Haskins looks. Yeah, he might. Is a bust. Bottom five quarterback. Yeah, it, bottom I mean, he's, three. He's still a young QB, so yeah, it's yeah. really hard. You can't hard. say anything. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to say that he's a bust, but it's just give him two years. Same old Redskins, years. Panthers. Like you just feed it to McCaffrey. This will be like a you know. Yeah, him. He's gonna get his points. Thank God, because he's on both my fantasy teams. So give him the ball all the time. All right, I got Panthers there as well. Green Bay versus the Giants mm. at the Meadowlands. Yeah, I think the Packers win this. Yeah. I just don't trust the Packers that much, but uh, I think they win this still. Yeah, I don't think the Giants are a good team at all. Um, yeah, and they're the I, I think the Packers will come in focused, especially with that beatdown that they received from San Francisco last week. Yeah, I mean, the Saquon rumblings, um, he just hasn't look good since that high ankle sprain so yeah it's really tough like i i i don't think people understand like how tough and inv- tough of an injury that is especially for a running back because it places a lot of stress on um that guy especially with the way he cuts and I mean, jukes and moves and do like you think that they should just rest him i mean it's kind of weird like they didn't I I was a little surprised they weren't a little more cautious with him to start out, like mm-hmm. because he, that's like a four to six week injury, right there to just recover. And I, you know, whatever you want to say about Saquon and his like enormous calves and legs, basically, and how mm. how quick of a recoverer he is, you still want to take the time, especially with probably the best asset that you have franchise wise. And there's no incentive to win. Like they, it's not like this team was like pushing for the playoffs earlier in the season. I just didn't understand the the, the logic in bringing him back so quickly. Yeah. So we'll see. I I would shut him down honestly, but I don't know if he he probably has too much pride to kind of even allow that to happen. Yeah. I would just ask like, hey Saquon, how how's the uh, how's the ankle yeah. doing? Like anything at all? And yeah. If he says something, I just shut him down for the Slight week. Slight twinge in your hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> like anything. Yeah. So, it's like, not uh, worth it. It really isn't worth it at all. But yeah, the Packers here. Mike Bucks Jaguars. Any changes here? Mm. This is like a this is like a toss up. Like whoever you want to take. Like yeah, it's a toss up. I'll take the Bucks though. Bucks Jameis hoping for good Jameis. I'm taking the Jags again. Oh man, they're gonna burn you again. Yeah, let them burn me again. They're they're at home, so we'll see. You think the Jags are gonna be able to put up? I think they need to put up at least like thirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're gonna put up thirty. <laughs> yeah, that's a worry. Because the bu- well, the Bucks, their run defense is stout. Like that's a top five, yeah. honestly, run defense. I'm still going Jaguars. All right, all right, like, Foles. Yeah, gotta trust in polls, I guess. It's it's one of those things. Like I feel like I would like even if I chose the Bucks, then the Jaguars are gonna win. Like it it just feels like one of those. I don't have a great read on this game. Like how do you have a good read on this? You can't have a good read on the Bucks game. Yeah, like you just don't know what type of Jameis you're gonna get at all. Yeah, this could be. 
I mean, the Jaguar secondary is pretty not great anymore. Not great, yeah. All right, so, Mike, marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock Sunday games. Mm. I saved it for the last one, 49ers versus Ravens f- of the 1 o'clock games. Yeah, I think this is probably the game I'm most excited to game see. Game of the week, right? Yeah. yeah, I think this is a game of the week. So, um, interesting. So, Baltimore is heavily favored here, six-point favorite. Um, that's high. Is that high? I think that's quite high, to be honest. Like, I would think it would just be, like, the standard three just because the Ravens are at home. I I agree with that. I would take the line, but... Baltimore at home? I'm going to take Baltimore at home. Yeah. You know, I really debated hard on this game because the 49ers have really looked good. Like, that game against the Packers was super impressive, but that was at home. Um, they've really impressed me over the past couple of, um, you know, just these, like... These are like the top two teams in the NFL, in my yeah, opinion. exactly. Top two teams, just how explosive uh, Baltimore looks offensively and defensively for the 49ers, just how... Sta- I'm curious to see how they match up, like, because there isn't, like, a particular wide receiver for for the Ravens that really dominates, I would say. Like, Lamar kind of spreads it around fairly well, and they really rely on that run game. Mm. It, I, I, Don't you think 49ers just kind of hope they can hold up one-on-one on the outside or maybe even toss it, you know, sprinkle in a, sprinkle in a little bit zone? But I think they'll kind of go one-on-one on the outside, stack the box, hope they could stop Ingram, like, I wonder how disciplined they're going to be on some of the option plays mm. uh, with Lamar and how athletic, like, someone like Fred Warner is going to be to keep yeah. Lamar in check. I mean, honestly, like, with the Rams game, I feel like the Rams were <laughs> kind of trying to do a similar thing where you just, like, look, we're going to leave, like, the receivers on island, right? Mm-hmm. But Lamar's, like, accuracy was... Yeah, and I... Th- I think the hard thing about playing man against a mobile quarterback like that is... You just extend the play. Exactly. He's going to have some opportunity. Exactly. He extends the play past five seconds, and then it's really hard to cover a guy past three seconds. So it's going to be really tough. That's why I have Baltimore as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to extend. Like, that front seven for the 49ers is so athletic, though. Yeah. So fast. Mm -hmm. Like... They're so explosive that I think that, you know, Lamar is going to have to be able to get the ball out, like, a little bit quicker. Yeah, and I wonder how that's going to affect things um, there Mm. for them as well. So we both have the Ravens there. All right, Mike, 4 o'clock games, Rams, Cardinals. Rams here? Rams at the Cardinals. (sighs) I'll go go with the Rams. Okay. I got the Rams here, too. Um, I don't know why we believe in them. I don't, but... The Cardinals aren't good either, so like that's kind of. I think the Cardinals are, are okay, actually. Like frisky, but like I hate I Cliff Kingsbury for like I hate him for benching David Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Chase Ed was it was it Chase Edmonds times basically? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chase Edmonds. And I mean, uh, to be fair, I Kenny like Drake. yeah, basically all the David Johnson owners in fantasy have been disappointed this year, um, especially them most players were he was taken in the first round by most teams um by f- most fantasy owners so mm. it was pretty much tanked a lot of fantasy owners teams mm. uh anyone that 
drafted David Johnson, but I got the Rams here. Uh, does Jared Goff get it on track? I don't think so, but I just think they win. Like, I Goff hasn't proven anything that hasn't. Proven I, I think anything. Goff goes for like two <laughs> two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, like pretty average game. Yeah. So Rams here, Raiders, Chiefs, Mike. Raiders at the Chiefs. I think this could be a really interesting game. No, I I don't. I no? think the Chiefs roll. Okay. I wanted to do upset special here, but I think the Chiefs end up taking it, honestly. Um, I just, you know, Mahomes, it's really hard to bet against someone like that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I thought Raiders coming off of a loss against their Jets, maybe they feel like they have to prove something, but that secondary is not good enough to stop anyone um, no. to stop Mahomes. So no, no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> so I think it's going to be a little closer than people think, but, yeah. Interesting. You're off the Chiefs, the Chiefs a little bit. Yeah, I got the Chiefs here, though. Yep. I just think defensively, I'm worried about that team. Mm. Like, in the playoffs, like, they're going to have to outscore teams. Not that they weren't doing that before. It's just, like, they don't really have anything defensively, I feel like. Yeah, I, I still think Pat Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. Yeah, I think a lot of people are sleeping on him, especially with all the Lamar love. Yeah. So, yep, Chiefs here. Chargers, Broncos, Mike? Broncos at home? Uh, I, I kind of, yeah, I'm going to go Chargers here. Chargers? I'll go Broncos. Yeah. Interesting. No, I mean, I Broncos are pretty good defensively. No, the Broncos are good. They played the Vikings well. They really did. They probably should have won that game, too. Yeah, they should have won the game. They looked horrible against the Bills. Like, could not move the ball for their life. Mm-hmm. Man, so, I just love these, like... Young quarterbacks is uh what's his name Drew Locke coming in for the Broncos this week. Got to see what you have, but I mean he might be better than Philip Rivers. Yeah, this could be a Philip River. Like I want to go. Do you think Rivers is done after this season? No, I I don't think he's done. But his interceptions have been horrible. Like, yeah, not great the at throw, all. The throws he's made. <laughs> I think he had like one like four interception game. Mm-hmm. Um. Just not very good. Not mm. not very good at all. Yeah. All right. So we got two really great games left. Sunday night game and the Monday night game. Patriots at the Texans Sunday night, Mike. Mm. Really interesting game here. I like the Texans. You like the Texans here? I was going to think about going with the Texans. I think the Pats will pull it off. I think so, too. I mean, the Pats just have the Texans number. Bill O'Brien just like... In his head. Yeah. In Belichick's in his Every head. Every time. That's pretty much my reasoning behind it. But you're going Texans here? I'll I'll go with the Texans here. Okay. I feel like that's an easy win for me. But, um, yeah, I got the Pats here. Um, I just think Belichick has... Uh, O'Brien's ha- like O'Brien's number no, in this I, matchup. I kind I kind of agree. Um, the Texans don't have like the ability to like get any kind of pass rush on the Patriots, which is my biggest worry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's probably my biggest worry. Sony Michelle without JJ Watt too. Now yeah, Sony like Michelle's looked a little bit better in the past few weeks too. Tom Brady like uh, hasn't looked great, honestly. Has not looked but good. But he's. But he's kind of like doing the veteran thing, keeping the team afloat. Mm-hmm. They're sitting at ten and like you can't really complain. Yeah, you can't complain. They're like ten and one. I don't <sighs> like. They're ten and one. Yep. Like it's not a surprise at all that they're ten and one. But it 
also is just like, yeah. yeah, the way they're doing it is so different from every other year in terms of like, you know, Brady's fallen off a little bit. And I now mean, 15 th- touchdowns, five interceptions, 3,000 yeah. yards. Not bad. Not but bad. But just def- better than I thought, actually. Yeah, but defensively, they've really is what's carried this team. And. Yeah. You kind of see it week after week with this, uh, these yeah, close I'll games. I'm gonna stick with the Texans, but this is one. This is just some Patriots hate, to yeah. be honest. I think the Pats, uh, Pats are gonna win, to be honest. But you're taking Texans, all right? I want the Texans. Yeah, I want the. I, I think it'll be. <sighs> For I the can official see, pick, I can see this being a blowout. Okay, official pick though. I'm gonna go Texans. Okay, Texans are either gonna scrape one out or get destroyed. Okay, like thirty to seven or something. Okay, got it. Mike, Vi- I think this is the second best game of the week, Vikings versus Seahawks. Mm. It has a lot of interesting playoff implications. Yeah, this is this is probably the second best game. I would agree uh, with that. Wow, this is like the winner of this game like has a shot to win their division. Yeah, I think the loser, I think, is probably going to go to the wild card. Mm-hmm. But... Man, this is a really interesting game. Because I'm I'm looking at it right now. The Seahawks are sitting one game behind the 49ers. With the 49ers, possi- like they could possibly lose against the Ravens this week. So they could even be tied for the lead. And then the mm. Vikings are sitting at 8 and 3 still, um tied for the tied for first with the Packers. Um So what is your pick? Like what's your rationale and what's your pick? Hmm. I Kirk Cousins on Monday night or you got Russ? I mean Russ Monday night. That's like that's when he shines. I know. I I have I, Russ probably, here. I have the Seahawks. Yeah, I have the Seahawks here. I I think I just kind of look these are two fairly even teams. I think Adam Thielen's coming back speculatively this week. I think that would be huge actually. Yeah. Um so maybe the Vikings have some of the skill position advantages. Um, I th- I think it's really tough for Russ to kind of move the ball in some situations, especially yeah. with you some saw of them the guys resort to some trick plays. Yep, to move it against the Eagles, that flea flicker. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, like the Seahawks were having a hard time moving the ball against the Eagles. Yeah, right. Um, and I think it, you know, the Vikings team has played extremely well at home um they're five and oh but i think you know honestly if this was like the vikings at home i probably would have taken the vikings at home at home so this is basically is, is it purely like a home pick or is there something else besides that this is like a home pick to yeah. be honest and just russell wilson monday night i just trust him over to Kirk Cousins, yeah. I, I think Kirk I Cousins, 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's he's played really well, especially yeah, the past few weeks. Yeah, he has. Um, but yeah, for me, this is this is a Russell Wilson pick. Slightly over Kirk Cousins. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, yeah, I got the Seahawks as well. So, Mike, we're done with the picks. I got the Lions, Titans, Jags, Broncos, Pats. So... Hopefully a those lot p- of differences. A lot of differences. And we I think we could have even differed on a couple more if we really like we were thinking about it as well. So yep. we'll see who comes out on top this week with our picks. Mike, 
let's get a little bit of a fantasy update before you before I let you go. Is it done? It's it's probably done. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, oh, so it's on it's on its like I last. can make I can make the playoffs if I win this week. Yep. And, and the team. Well, this that is I'm the is to kind of preface. This is the last week in pretty much all fantasy leagues mm-hmm. of the regular season. So is that how your league works? Yep. So this is how for I'm in two leagues. One of the leagues I'm just out. So that's <laughs> we're not Straight, talking about that. Yeah. One. That one's done. I'm not the Sacco, at least. Okay. So uh, we'll talk about this other league. This in this other league, um, I am, you know, playing a team that I'm competing against. So there are three teams vying for the last playoff spot. I'm playing the one of the teams. Got it. So whoever wins this one is in or maybe in. Maybe in, right? Because we need this other team to lose as well. But that other team is playing the worst team in the league. So you better it's a start bribe. You start. You better start bribing it's that last place team to kind of get get some stuff going. Yeah, it's a tall order. I think uh, it's not looking good. I'd say my chances are definitely less than a third. So I'm gonna say like ten percent, fifteen percent. But you know, miracles happen. Miracles like, happen. So I'm not even. I don't even think I deserve to win uh, in this game. Got um, it. The other team I'm playing is quite good. They've gotten quite unlucky. My team has uh, gotten quite lucky with some <laughs> in wins. Some weeks, okay. In some wins. All right. So, Mike, any key pickups this week that you ended up having or no? I mean, I think you would want to try and pick up some of the Jets wide receivers. Anderson. Anderson. Crowder looked. Crowder gets yeah, Crowder's targets probably too. Been picked up at this point. Griffin's probably maybe not picked up, but he he might be a nice it, option. At it's tight a end. great schedule for the Jets to be honest. Upcoming, yep. Uh, even against the Ravens, I think that those are going to be like high scoring games. Mm-hmm. So I think that some of the Jets wide receivers are are some decent pickups if you need a WR two or like a, a flex option. Um, a lot of running backs have been decimated at this point, but. If you can pick your pick up like a, a Miles Sanders type, um, if he's even available. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else might have been available. Rashad Penny had a really nice game. Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams. Yep. I think yeah, Jamal Williams will be like a nice like ten point floor kind of yep. guy. Yeah. It kind of he's, it, he's it on my team. So it depends what you need to be honest. Like if yeah. you need the home run, then then you're going for yeah, that wide swing, receiver. Swing for the fences, seriously. Yep. But if uh, it's like a lottery. It's yeah. honestly like a lottery, especially with some of these wide receivers. You have no idea which one of these guys is going off. Yeah, I threw in uh, AJ Brown one time, and he got me like twenty-five points. In yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, a, in a victory. So. Yep. So it all depends. Um, for me, I am in first in one of my leagues, and then second in my other league. Such a lucky, lucky man. Lucky no, man. No, I've scored the most points in both of my leagues. So. And Christian McCaffrey. And the team that I'm in second, or the league I'm in second, I've scored the most points, and I've had the second most points scored against me. So I've almost been a little unlucky. And it's also possible with that league, which I'm co-owning with my uh, good friend Andrew Kim, is I could still miss the playoffs if I in that in that league that I'm in second every team is either so we're sitting at seven four seven four and one right now hmm um 
the and then there's six other team. There's one other team that's seven four and one, and then there's five other teams that are either seven and five or eight and four. Hmm. So there's three teams eight and four, two teams seven and five, and then two teams that are seven four and one. So it's also it's it's a huge possibility that I miss the playoffs if we don't win this last game, especially with that weird tie. Like it's it's gonna get really weird in terms of trying to figure out all the permutations there. It's, it's all right. I think you have you have Christian McCaffrey against the Redskins. Yeah. We yeah, got McCaffrey. That's, that's 25 points. Yeah, I'm a 30. little worried about the quarterback. We have Wentz going a, against Miami. If he can't get it going, like, he, that, mm. that's the struggle. Who, who else is on the waiver? Um, The waiver wire is going to look a little bit sketchy. I mean, and if you could even pick up, like, a, a Josh, I mean... I think we're going to go Wentz against Miami just because, like, the he's matchup's good. He's got no good. wide receivers. Yeah. It's just, yeah, the <laughs> it's not going to be great. Um, Is Jameis there? No. Garoppolo. Goff. Mm. Cousins. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I, I might I might take Cousins over. Yeah, it's... I'd probably go Cousins over uh, Wentz. Interesting. I think we're going to stick with Wentz uh, because, like, we're kind of just waiting on him to kind of come through for us. No, I... They're they're running it. They're running it. All right. They're and trying to play really close games. Yeah. Okay. Derrick Henry came up big for us last week when we needed to win. Um, we're hoping T.Y. kind of comes back. George Kittle ended up having a great game for us. So we're hoping for some repeat performances there. And then in the league, last last week I ended up losing and then rising up to first. So that was kind of an interesting interesting, interesting plot twist. Um yeah, it would be really nice to get a buy in this league um, because it's my big money league. So if I'm able, and three teams are sitting at eight and four, so two of those teams are going to get buys. So I pretty much have to win in order to get a buy. Um, so I'm hoping for that. Have have some good players going, Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey. My ba- RB2 spot is looking a little shaky, though, lately because Marlon Mack's been out injured. So I'm either going to rely on Devonta Freeman, Jamal Williams, or LaShawn McCoy. Oh, those are shaky. Shaky. Damn. I don't know who I go for, though. Like, Jamal's the guaranteed, but I might put I, him in I my th- flex and then have Devonta start. Ooh, that's rough. I mean, yeah, who are your wide receivers? Wide receivers. I, I really don't trust Devonte. I would not trust Devonte against the Saints, Steve. Got it. The two wide receivers I have starting: Julio and Allen Robinson. Decent, decent guys. Yep, that's good. And then Juju, not looking great. Mm. It's like Marvin Jones, sh- I not mean, great. I mean, it's 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 Thanksgiving. Yeah, that that's the one thing. Maybe like Devonte Thanksgiving, like gets it going. I like that's the hope, but I don't like my other other guys like Mike Williams. Don't love that. No, I don't like that at all. Um, yeah, I don't know who I who I should scour for on the waiver wire either. Um, I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Wide receivers that I can be going for: Terry McLaurin against Carolina. Um, I like wh- that. Will Fuller against New England, I, not great. I don't know about that, actually. Hmm. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Hardman, 
Nope. Casey against Oakland. Nope. Robbie Anderson against Cincy. Do I do it? I I would look into that one actually. I like that. Mm. So that'll be interesting. I I still have a couple hours to kind of decide before I, 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 I go to like, sleep. Yeah, I like Robbie Anderson. Yeah, um, it's it's just gonna be really tough to like be like, all right, I'm sitting one of those guys, and or sitting Devontae Freeman basically for Anderson. Yeah, I I think it's it could be more of a timeshare, and especially with the injury. Yep. I just don't think I I think that Saints put up points. Mm-hmm. I just think he gets game scripted out, so I would not do Devontae Freeman. And then tight end wise, Ebron was out. For Ebron IR this week, so I picked up Jack Doyle, but I don't have a great tight end option. I don't trust that either. Okay, so you're looking a little shaky. <laughs> yeah. So like basically, my team has fallen apart and gotten injured these past couple weeks. So I'm just kind of holding on, hoping for the buy so people get healthy, and then hopefully Marlon Max back by week 15. Yeah, I like Jamal, Robbie, or honestly Juju at this point. But Juju, okay. For those interesting for that last spot, but. Don't trust Devonte here. Got it. All right. But we'll see when he puts up 20 points. Though. Yeah, I know. That's the worry about this thing all the time. So, Mike, thanks again for coming back on. Good to have you live. Can't wait to watch football with you. And to all of our listeners, happy Thanksgiving. Um, we'll be back next week um, talking about football. And we'll probably... I have I have finals coming up, so it's gonna it's probably gonna just be sticking to football for the next couple of weeks until I'm done with finals. So Mike, thanks again for coming back on. Thanks, Kev.